Who am I? What is my identity? I am more than a conqueror in Christ. Romans 8.37 says, But in all these things we overwhelmingly conquer through Him who loved us. I am sure you have seen the gesture many times. Someone makes an L shape with two fingers and puts it up against their forehead to communicate a message. And I'm sure you know the meaning of that message. Loser! In our culture, people mainly use this motion in a joking way, egging on a good-natured ribbing of someone, but it can also be used in a way that hurts. No one wants to be called a loser. What is a loser? Someone who has not won. Someone who is unsuccessful or unfavored. A social misfit. Someone destined to fail. These are certainly not the things that we ascribe to, and yet many times we actually allow ourselves to think of ourselves in these ways. We compare ourselves to others and we feel we don't measure up. We just can't seem to reach the goals we desire. We don't feel like we ever really get a break. We don't feel like we fit in. We feel like we will truly never succeed, so we just cave into settling. Paul knew about feelings of weakness. In Romans 8, beginning in verse 26, Paul begins to share about these very things. But even though he has them, he makes it clear that the Spirit intercedes for us in our weaknesses and that God works all things together for our good. Sometimes that's hard to imagine. How some of our loser struggles can be worked into good. But Paul is clear. For those who are called according to the purpose of God, it is our promise. I don't know about you, But even amidst these promises of God, I still struggle sometimes in these ways. I still can get really down on myself, and I think we all can. It's easy to come to a place where we start asking questions of life. But as I look at Romans 8, Paul gives me a great example of how to ask the right questions when I find myself intersecting with those loser questions. See, when we are discouraged or down about things in our lives that are seeming to undo us, giving us those loser moments, we tend to ask questions that spiral us downward. As a person living in a broken world, full of striving, competition, and insecurity, it's easy to fall into a place of condemnation as a loser, from others and from ourselves. We might even imagine that others see us as a loser when that's not even the case at all. Or even worse, that God sees us as a loser. Loser thinking can easily seep into the cracks of our mind. And if we're not careful to think of ourselves according to the truth. Our feelings might tell us we are a career loser, a family loser, a social loser, or even a Christian loser. No such thing, but our feelings can sometimes take us into those dark places. We have high expectations and just can't seem to meet them. Sometimes our negative feelings breed our own condemnation. We start asking questions like, how can I be so dumb? Why didn't I see that coming? Why didn't I plan better? Why didn't I make a better choice? Why can't I ever get it right? Why can't I ever follow through? Why don't they accept me? Why can't I ever get a break? Why won't this ever change? All of those questions focus on self and the answers will too. But the questions that Paul asks in Romans 8 have answers that focus on our great God. They have answers filled with truth. When the L hits our forehead, we would be so wise to follow Paul's example and ask the right questions because these kinds of questions will lead us to the right kinds of answers 
answers filled with truth. Look in Romans 8.31 and you will see Paul start to ask some questions that point us to look upward in hope toward the promises we possess. He asks, what shall we say then? If God is for us, who can be against us? How's that for giving hope? And he reminds us through another question that if God did not spare his own son on our behalf, will he not freely give us all things? That's verse 32. Wow, that that gives a brighter perspective. And then he asks another, who will bring a charge against God's elect? Verse 33. And another, who is the one who condemns? Verse 34. See, asking the right questions can point us towards God's good and precious promises. And these promises steer us in the total opposite direction from being a loser. For instance, in answer to who is the one who condemns, verse 34, Paul makes it clear it doesn't matter who condemns because Jesus is the one who intercedes for us. And he goes on to say that nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus. He even names many things that will try to separate us from his love. Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword. All those come from verse 35. But Paul makes it clear that even if death takes us, we don't lose. He says no. And then he goes on to write out our verse for this week. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. What are all these things? All the things that Paul named in verse 35. I believe, and then some. Whatever it is that tries to weasel its way into our thinking to make us feel as if we are not favored enough to know the love of Christ, we conquer all those things in Christ. Whatever tries to creep its way into our thinking to make us feel that we are stuck in a cycle of defeat, we conquer those things in Christ. We are not losers. See, the world would tell us that death is the ultimate defeat. Well, Paul challenges us to think differently. Even in death, we win. Even in death, we conquer. How? Because we know that life is on the other side. And if we can conquer in death, then we can conquer in anything. That is why he says, we overwhelmingly conquer. I love that phrase. See, I am not a loser. I am a child of God who overwhelmingly conquers, and so are you. No matter where you are at this week, whatever these things you are dealing with, Romans 8.37 is a great word for us. It's a word of victory that is ours to take hold of. Paul gives a great example of how to cheer ourselves on when we don't always feel like a winner. He shows us how to ask the right questions. I encourage you to take a moment and read Romans 8, specifically starting in verse 26 and going on to the end of the chapter. Like Paul, by the time you do, you will be convinced of some very good things. As we talk about asking the right questions that lead us to answers of truth, I can't let this week go by without mentioning the question we are all asking as we participate in this project. We are asking, who am I? Being in week 10, we have already gotten some really great answers. We know we are alive in Christ, a new creation in Christ, a child of God in Christ, a citizen of heaven in Christ, a friend of God in Christ. We're indwelt by the Holy Spirit in Christ, righteous in Christ, washed, sanctified, and justified in Christ, chosen, holy, and dearly loved in Christ, more than a conqueror in Christ. This is truth. Ask yourself this question and answer it often with all these right answers. And I just have to say this too. Some of you may be feeling like a loser in this project. 
Maybe you haven't memorized like you planned. Maybe you have already gotten off track and have talked your way out of even trying through the rest of the year. Let me encourage you, you're not a loser. Any part of the word that you have hidden in your heart thus far is more than you would have if you hadn't participated at all. Start fresh this week with a winner mentality. That is who you are. But in all these things, no matter what they are, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. In Christ, we are more than a conqueror. It is our identity. As a Christian, an L never belongs on our foreheads.